Hello and welcome to day 23 of Napod Pomo. It's Friday night and in fact I've just worked out that it all ends, Napod Pomo all ends next Friday night. So there is literally just seven, seven scant episodes to go. So yeah, interesting, interesting that the countdown is now very much in, in my mind rather than necessarily the the, the whole thing ahead of me and thinking, oh gosh, what am I going to do? So, what's today about? Well, it's uh, the start of the weekend, but it was interesting that I was flicking through a news story earlier, and I'm trying to find if I can get the summary. There it is. So, the basic summary is that um, in America, a person bought a storage unit for £390 and opened it up to find it had a safe inside it. When they called a locksmith to open a safe, the first person couldn't manage to open it, or or didn't, or choose not to, and the second person they called opened it, but instead of the safe just normally being empty, this time it wasn't empty. And in fact, they found seven and a half million dollars of cash inside it which equates to roughly 5.8 million pounds now this new story is basically headlined what would you do and it's it's an interesting one this because it's in many ways the contents had been sold and yet the own that the previous owner clearly hadn't remembered that they'd actually had that amount of money in it. So the cut and thrust of the article is, would you, you know, what would you do about it? Now, the way that the way that the story is told in the Evening Standard telling of this story is that a lawyer from the original owners did actually get in touch with the auctioneers. And they obviously wanted to get the money back and offered the new owner $600,000. But they turned that down before finally negotiating a reward of $1.2 million, so double what they originally offered. Um, So he then settled for that, handed the safe back, and took his cut. Now, obviously, they've kept it anonymous, but... It's interesting the the fact that this guy was, I think it's the auctioneer, yes, TV auctioneer Dan, Dan Dotson, who owns American Auctioneers, um, actually asked his Facebook followers, what would you do to ask, and he's, he's basically had a mixed set of reactions. So I'm not entirely sure. It feels to me that if you've sold a an item that really you have handed over ownership to another person. And in fact, you don't, you, I wouldn't have ever assumed that you would hand a safe over and go, oh, actually, I didn't mean the shelf that was inside the safe, or I didn't, I didn't mean the, you know, sort of the bits of the safe. So clearly in this case, it was the size of deposit in the safe that was clearly something that the uh, previous owner wanted to recover. But yeah, it's a, it's a difficult one. In many ways, I would have probably erred on the fact that the new owner had the ownership of the cash because it was sold as was. And obviously, it was never 
it wasn't detailed to, to contain that. So maybe you could argue that it wasn't sold as such in the same way that you hear that, you know, rental properties that don't list certain items of furniture in a, in a house, you can't suddenly turn around to your landlord and go, oh, I expected there to be a dishwasher when there isn't one. So I don't know. It's a, it's a funny one because I can see why, you know, you, on the one hand, people will say, oh no, I'd own up and I'd just give it back. But yeah, I think me, for me, I probably would just own up and give it back and probably would have settled for the first amount, to be honest, uh, just because, you know, hey, that was a, a generous offer of $600,000 of the uh, 7.5 million. But I suppose that the, it, the the moral dilemma then is that the person who's now owned $7.5 million in cash suddenly then says, well, hang on a minute, at least, you know, I could just sit on it and give you nothing back. So 600000 doesn't feel like much. So, yeah, it's a difficult one. That probably, it depends on how... Yeah, for me, I, I suppose it's because I, I wouldn't have felt like I'd earned it. And, and because it's not something that I've, you know, I've accidentally come across. It's not like I've, I, I'm very much more of a, you know, if you do something that's worthwhile to somebody and they exchange money for that service, then that's that's a, a more honest transaction. Whereas this was clearly accidental. And so I probably would have given it back Um so I don't know what would you what would you have done in that situation? Uh, would you have? Well, I mean, obviously in this case that the, the previous owners were actually chasing it down, but I'm not sure legally. The, the the article didn't actually suggest legally whether they were actually um, entitled to anything or not, even though that they clearly had some lawyers suiting up to try and push them, um, put some pressure on on. Uh, on that, and the and it seems to be just a, a there seems to be a few stories about large amounts of money because then another couple of in America have found 1.8 million winning 1.8 million dollar winning lottery ticket while cleaning up their house that they'd just forgotten around Thanksgiving that they'd uh, they'd bought that and it was only after they were tidying up after Thanksgiving that they checked the numbers several times because they were bemused that they'd. Uh, that even won. So yeah, after tax, the couple will take over one point over one point two million dollars, and they were nearly at the point where they hadn't even spotted where it was. I think the thing for me about the lottery is that when you look at the the odds, I mean, there was always there was always a thing about the odds that they said that there was more chance of uh, statistically more chance of you being killed by a donkey than winning the lottery. Now, obviously, I have not researched these numbers at all, and it's just something I heard as a rumour. But I suppose if you consider the various countries of the world where maybe donkeys are more um, in presence around people than, than other parts of the Western world, then that may be true, that the, uh, the average death toll from animals and, and people being kicked by donkeys might be... Uh, more than the number of winning lotteries. But certainly when you start to look at the, now that Lotto has actually added an extra number or extra numbers to the pot, um, the odds just get infinitesimally small. And I suppose there are, there are some people that I know that, um, you know, will occasionally say, oh yeah, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to, uh, to winning a lottery. And it's, they've, they've often, I've, I've seen things that often says that, that, that the reason that, humans even tolerate gambling is because we have this 
almost default optimistic position where we kind of deliberately forget the um, previous attempts to do something and whether they whether we did fail every single time. We'll give it another go uh, sometimes just because we think, oh, this time it will be better. Um, but I think, yeah, given the amount of times I've played the lottery over the years, and I've not played it for ages since, um, and I've, you know, maybe won the odd £10 on the lotto, and maybe the, the bit that gets me every time when I play the Euro Millions occasionally, um, and I play it online because then I don't have to bother with losing a paper ticket, and then you'll get that automatic automated email that says we have some exciting news and you'll go oh this could be it and then you've won the bottom prize of £2.70 and just just enough to buy a new ticket again and you kind of think you know could just temper the email slightly and just go we have some mildly interesting news you know at least rather than getting my hopes up so that's it for today I will catch you at the weekend and look forward to sharing more Napod Pomo as we come to a close. So, have a great weekend, whatever you're doing, and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Cheers. Cheers.